Welcome to the Slay and Thrive podcast, where we make crushing your goals feel like self-care. This is the show that helps high-energy women trapped in self-destructive patterns cultivate an unapologetic, loving body transformation through spiritual and personal development. On this podcast, you'll learn about dynamic eating psychology principles, mindset, shadow integration, and manifestation. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy guide, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. I am so delighted to be on this journey with you. Let's get started. Welcome to an episode that is going to be short but mighty. This is a resource I've created for you. You can turn to when you're struggling to manifest your dreams or to achieve your goals. Honestly, I use manifesting and goal achievement interchangeably quite often because they feel like they are the masculine and feminine sides of the same coin. At the end of the day, it's all about being the author of your life, creating the outcomes and the emotions you desire, and also thriving, having an amazing time doing so. This is an episode for you to listen to when you're struggling to manifest or make progress in some area of your life. I'm going to share one key reason why manifesting or making progress might feel challenging. I'm also going to share what you can do differently to create a breakthrough, no matter how much you've been struggling up to this point. This small shift in perspective and in strategy is the very thing I needed to start making progress again. So I knew I had to come on here and share it with you. Before we dive into the strategy and the perspective shift, I have to give credit where credit is due and send some love and appreciation to my sweet friend Tor Shemi. Heard the term friend Tor recently and fell in love with it. It's a combination of friend and mentor. The two of us are in a soulful business energy healing group together, and it's been such a beautiful container over the past few months. Part of this group is setting an intention each week. Then each of us will supercharge each other's intentions in our meditations on a daily basis. And I'm going to get real and vulnerable in today's episode about my own struggles, things that can be raw and difficult to share when I'm still somewhat in the middle of them. I have a tendency and a preference to share things when I'm on top of the mountain and I feel like I've integrated all the lessons and the challenges versus when I'm midway up the climb, gasping for breath while my quads are on fire. Let's do this podcast in mid-hike, mid-climb, mid-lesson today. This year, I have an intention of getting in the best shape of my life. And I'm not just talking physically. I'm talking best shape of my life physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Basically, I have a desire to have the biggest glow up that I've had 
since 2020. That was a big year for me. And I came to this call at 6 p.m. on a Saturday, which is getting close to my bedtime, so I was a little tired anyways. And I had just completed my first week back to being full-time. And my job is awesome, and it's physically demanding. Before this, I had been doing two days, maybe three at first, at most not four full 10-hour days. That first week back was rough. I was learning a new position that was demanding new things of my body. And I woke up this one morning after building 1,738 doors in one day, which that is my personal record. And that is like 200 doors over target. So yay for personal bests. But I woke up this morning and my hands and wrists were so swollen that I actually skipped my workout. And I cannot think of a single day where I have skipped my morning workout. I might dial workouts back sometimes, but I never skip them all together and choose to sleep longer. This was new. I also came home from work every night, basically limping because my feet and calves were so sore. And this is also unprecedented. I would occasionally have some shoulder pain at the end of a full-time week, but that felt just more like overuse than anything, and it was manageable. My feet and calves hurting so much that I couldn't walk properly. This was not like me, and it was both humbling and somewhat terrifying. It was humbling because I've always prided myself in being in pretty good shape. Now, I didn't feel like I was in good shape. And it was also terrifying because I worried I wouldn't even be able to do the job I loved anymore. And I know a big part of why I'm in this much pain and struggling this much is, in all honesty, due to poor choices I've made over the past eight months or so. I have put on quite a bit of weight over the past little while. And, you know, at this point, I'm 34 years old on the one level, like, screw the number on the scale, because I don't care what anyone thinks about what my body looks like and what they think about what I weigh. What I do care about is how my size affects my ability to do the things I want to do. And I know that part of the pain I'm feeling is carrying an extra 20, 25 pounds that my body isn't used to carrying. And it's also due to having more inflammation in my body because my food choices haven't been as nutritious and aligned as usual. This isn't about a vanity metric. This is about something that is deeply affecting the quality of my life. And while I take responsibility for this, because that's how I can change it. I'm also making sure I don't beat myself up because that keeps a person in a shame spiral and that probably keeps them rooted in making the choices that aren't serving them. Just a little aside, I'm not hating on myself, just owning my own choices. So I shared with Shemi that I had this intention to get in the best shape of my life, but that that intention actually made me feel worse. It felt our way to think about how far I had to go to get back to summer of 2022 
when I was in the best shape of my life and had been consistently that way, like I said, since 2020. I also hadn't given myself a lot of reasons to believe it was even possible for me after the way the last eight months had gone. And she gave me the friendship slash mentorship I desperately needed in that moment. She talked about using your emotions as guideposts when you're setting intentions. If an intention or a goal makes you feel sad, defeated, hopeless, anxious, or even fearful, it's time to tweak the intention itself. She also shared how often when we have a goal or manifestation that is lofty and quite different than what we're living in our day-to-day reality, it can actually be too big of a jump for our nervous system and we can crumble under the pressure. It can feel overwhelming to even get started. Great analogy is if you were trying to jump between buildings where there's a two-story drop below you. If the distance between the buildings is six inches or maybe a foot, you're going to feel pretty capable of making the jump. Those two feet may feel a little more challenged and there'd be some nervousness. Now, if the distance between the buildings is 10 feet and you aren't someone who specializes in long jump in track and field, all of a sudden you're fearful and you're overwhelmed. You might even be completely paralyzed because to fail would mean plummeting two stories downwards, thus resulting in injury or even death. Our goals aren't quite as life or death as this analogy in most cases, but the emotions we feel when we try to make too big of a jump, especially when we're in lower vibrational states, those are the same. Then we're not an energetic match for the thing we desire, and we're trying to cover too much ground all at once because we don't know where to start. It's just too big. She gently and wisely suggested I choose an intention that felt doable and was a step in the right direction, but it generated different feelings. Feelings like hope, empowerment, enthusiasm, things that would move me forward. And instantly, I knew how to change this intention so it better served me. One of the biggest places I can struggle in hard times is with my evening routine. And I had this deep, intuitive sense that if I was to win my evening four nights in a row, creating a four-day win, that would shift my energy. That would get my momentum flowing in the right direction. And why four days? This stems from a book called The Four-Day Win by Martha Beck. And I read it a long time ago, and I can't remember the exact rationale, but she talks about the power of consistently completing a habit for four days in a row. There's something special about four days. And it's the point where you tip the scales in your favor, and everything becomes easier and easier. This intention felt like something I could even being in such a low point with my health, even with my feet still hurting for the week and wondering how I was going to keep doing this for week after week, it felt like something I could do. This intention made me feel powerful. It excited me because I knew what kind of momentum I could build in four short days. 
I knew how much of a difference it would make. And I also knew that this four-day win would be the one small step towards the bigger intention of getting into the best shape of my life. And once I'm through my four days, I set another little many intention and move towards that ultimate goal. As I'm recording this, it's day four of my four-day win. I'm recording this in the morning, but I have no doubt I will win this evening. And oh my goodness, the shift it has already created in only three days. My feet hurt significantly less than they did last week. I was still sore and tired, but nowhere near as much as last week. A quick side note here, it could have also been in part my shoes, because when I buy my new steel toe runners, I always try and get the ones that are on sale slash the cheapest. And it was right around when I got the new shoes that my feet started to hurt more. So Chris was like, Kayla, just go get a good pair of shoes. And I imagine that helped too. And the cool thing was I even had the energy to go mow the lawn when I got home yesterday because it was a beautiful day and I wanted to get some sunshine in. All the good dust, all the good things. So I'm definitely not on top of this mountain, but I've made small elevation gains that I feel good about. This is the power of shifting your focus on your strategy when manifesting feels hard. The big takeaway for you is if you're also feeling like your dreams are far away and you don't know how you'll get there, here is what you can do. You can release the focus and pressure on the big end goal. Shrink your goals down to baby steps. Shrink your intentions down to what you can accomplish in a week or maybe even a day. Once you've gotten smaller and chosen a baby step intention, check in with your body. How does it make you feel? If it's creating emotions of hope, confidence, optimism, happiness, enthusiasm, you want to keep that intention. If it's instead making you feel fearful, defeated, discouraged, you might want to tweak or shrink down the commitment that you're wanting to make. This is going to get momentum back on your side. It's going to help you create the little win that gets your results flowing in the direction you desire. Your slay challenge this week is to put these ideas into practice. If you have a goal or a manifestation that feels difficult, choose to create a micro-intention that moves you in some small way in the direction of your dream. Check in with your body, your emotions to see how the intention feels, then adjust if necessary. And from there, you're taking those consistent aligned actions we talked about in the last episode. And you're going to put your full focus on making this many intention come true. If you have questions or need support with this, I am always here for you. Shoot me a message on Facebook. Got married, so it's Kayla McDonald now, or make a post in the Slay and Thrive Facebook community. I love hearing from you about how these episodes land and how they are helping you. I am wishing you a joyful, peaceful comeback with whatever goals you're working towards. Until next time, keep slaying and thriving. 
thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the show. If you want to connect with a community of other amazing women who are conquering their goals, taking massive action, and loving themselves through the process, I invite you to join my Facebook community, Slay and Thrive 365. You'll get weekly challenges, motivation, support, and accountability as you move towards your goals. Hope to see you there very soon.